Greetings. Salutations. I'm Francis. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading Meg Cabot's young adult book series. What's up? How's it going? It's been so long since we've seen each other. It's been like five whole days. Five whole days. (laughs) Virtually. It's been about a year and a half since we saw each other. In person. That's very true. Yeah. But we do. We've got plans on the books. We got plans. Um, I mean, we don't have a hard date yet, but like this is the first step. Yeah. You say you're going to do it and then you talk about like a season in which you'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) And you start to narrow down. (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. It'll happen. For sure. We know it will. Um, I have like, I think two things. Actually, let me check my notes because I've I've been trying. It's only taken 53 episodes, folks, but I uh, I have um, started taking notes so that I can bring stuff up if I need to. Love it. While I'm, while I'm editing and being like, oh, I should make a note of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so thorough. We So we talked about, or well, I brought up how uptown girl was about christy brinkley um and like there's some like tea about it like i've heard this multiple times like through like billy joel specifically like mentioning this because he's been married quite a few times um Mm. which no shade no judgment you know sometimes you fall in love more than once um but basically i think it was like from from what i read it seems like he started out writing Uptown Girl about one woman who I think he was married to. And then when the video was being recorded or filmed, whatever, Christy Brinkley was in it. Mm-hmm. And he fell in love with her. And apparently now, because she was in the video, the song's about her. But originally it was not about her. I don't know. <laughs> Which okay. like, it just seems like not, seems a little rude. Yeah, like you can just like change a song. Yeah, about. it's like you wrote it about someone. You can't just be like, well, now yeah. it's about this person. I mean, whatever. Like, I'm not a musician, <laughs> but but that feels yucky. Really. Yeah, yeah. Mr. And Joel. I wanted to clarify too. Like, while I was editing, it sounded like I was saying that Reagan like wasn't actually shot by John Hinckley Jr., but he mm. was shot. He, it was just it just bounced off the car. Like, so decidedly, Reagan, you were he was shot. Not ideal. We don't like to see it. Um, but it just sounded like the way I said it was like, actually, like, oh, I think he should stop complaining. I thought that I I understood that he still was shot. Okay. Okay, good. I just, (laughs) I'm very smart. You're genius. There's that. I mean, all of our listeners are also geniuses. I just wanted to make sure that it didn't sound like I was like, (laughs) no, I don't think so. Yeah. That was kind of all I had. Oh, I did. And I did text Robbie. Cousin Robbie. Cousin Robbie. Lives in D.C. Lives in D.C. I asked him what the vibes were in Chevy Chase. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally did. I literally said vibes like because I was like, I don't want this to like, you don't. I didn't want him to feel like he had to give me a history lesson. I was just like, what are the vibes? How are we talking about it? Um, (laughs) He says it's where all the heavy hitters live in their multi-million dollar homes. I wouldn't typically call them mansions, but they are some massive, beautiful, older compound. 
Okay, um, so that tracks for what we know about Jack. Yeah, he said in the silliest words, because he was like, what do you mean? Like, what do you want to know? I was like, just say something silly. Like, tell me something silly. Like, yeah. just because he's really just a fun funny. Fact. Um, <laughs> uh, and he goes, a bunch of rich white dudes and probably some scattered tech nerds in there. Hmm. Okay, so, so like old money, maybe a little new money. Yeah. Gotcha. And it probably depends. I, I would assume the tech nerds and the new money are uh, like like military tech. Mm. And it sounds too like it's a little more um, residential than like yeah. place you go to like hang out, like restaurants, yes. bars and stuff. Oh, yeah. that, well, I feel educated. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. I'm sure you listen to every episode, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. will definitely hear this. Oh, no, he absolutely does. <laughs> absolutely. We love to see it. All right. All should we should we dive members. in? I would love to. I would, can you Let's tell me it. what this book is about? please. This book is about so many things. So for this section, we read chapters 14 through 19 of All American Girl. Uh, As per usual, I will give our synopsis and then we will dive in. Catherine begs Sam to go with her to Chris's party and Sam finally gives in. After David gives Sam a kind and thoughtful gift, she invites him to the party thinking it might make Jack jealous. On their date, Sam has a good time and thinks she might be experiencing free song. But at the party, things take a turn when Jack picks a fight with David. David realizes that Sam only invited him to make Jack jealous and Sam feels guilty. Damn. The end. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's a, um, it's a good section. So something I want to say off the bat, Sarah. I love in movies, books, TV, whatever, a party scene. Mm-hmm. I love that as a plot device. It is always like one of my favorite things. So I like this section a lot, even though it does kind of end on a sour note. A lot happens at parties, like in these party mm-hmm. scenes, like a lot like is revealed. Yes. Um, Cause you get and- like, a, you, it's always like a mix of people there, right? You yeah. have like your protagonist, your antagonist, your like middle people, your yeah. plot, move the plot forward people. And I don't know, it's just always- yeah party scenes never disappoint (laughs) oh absolutely no it's Mm -hmm. so good it's um god it always makes me sad though because like it's going so well everything is gonna be like great and then all of a sudden it's just like oh no oh no Mm -hmm. it's all falling apart and there's nothing we can do about it um but yeah, Isn't that a fact? You're gonna love the the movie that I did over the summer was basically only parties. Ooh, so. which movie? Is this the one with Austin Abrams? Mm-hmm. I think it's I don't I, I don't know what it's gonna be called. I think it's gonna be called Strangers, maybe. Ooh. Um that was I'm the very excited. working title or do revenge, which I don't care for that title, but that sounds like a working title, but maybe well, not. <laughs> It's my bucket hat that they gave me as a rap gift says do revenge, unfortunately. You know, I mean, that's a motivational message, really. Yeah. If you're seeking out revenge, do it. Just do it. Do it. it. Let your dreams be dreams. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so we pick up where um, it has gotten around school that Sam is bringing David to Chris Parks's party, even though Sam has neither agreed to go to this party nor invited David to it. This is just hearsay at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, And a packet arrives for Sam that has all this information about her role as teen ambassador to the UN. One of her duties is going to be judging a youth art contest called From My Window, where like young people will submit 
portraits of what they see from their window. Does this feel like something that a UN ambassador would be doing to you? It feels like we need this girl. We need a job for her. We need an assignment. <laughs> we need an assignment yes. for her. This is what we're giving her. Like when you have an intern and you're like, fuck, what am I? I mean, everything they have to do, I'm going to have to fucking teach them how to do. So it's right? going to take extra time. Like, <laughs> it's there, exactly that. Yeah. Okay. Because like, I... And I mean, there's no criticisms here, but yeah, I think that that is exactly what it is where they're just like, I don't know, fucking this. Yeah. Because <laughs> even the stuff, which obviously we'll get to in book two, the things that sh- they want her to do in book two don't really feel like UN teen ambassador. No, they feel like either. it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it is in her wheelhouse, right? She, yeah, she likes absolutely. art, so it's cool. Um, and Jack Immediately is- fuck Jack. Immediately yes. fuck Jack. <laughs> Jack says, oh, I'll enter and you can pick mine. Yeah. Like a fucking asshole. And Rebecca's like, that would That's be cheating. That's fucking cheating. And he goes like, well, it's not cheating if mine really is the best. And, and he says it confidently. Oh, yeah. He like, mm. he there's, yeah. He's not like. he's not Like it will be the best. Yeah. And Lucy's like, I, Lucy does say something funny. She's like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Lucy <laughs> is always quick to check his ego confidence um ego yes and I I put a note in my notes weird right um (laughs) that says I don't get why what Lucy likes about him and I it has to just be a physical thing yes the hands (laughs) I don't know I wonder I mean I'm sure he has like well because we get a little bit more of his um insecurities in book two so I wouldn't be surprised if he does like a little bit of like like, I think he provides her the attention that she wants okay you know what I mean valid like I don't think yeah I'm not sure I think it's a very much like uh, a high school version of love Mm -hmm. like no offense to anyone whose high school version of love turned into an adult version of love but like (laughs) wonderful for you if it did (laughs) yeah absolutely but it is I think we can agree that like high school love is very like oh god I don't even know what the word would be like I I don't want to discredit it I think it's just very like this is new and there's a lot of hormones involved right you know like and I don't want to discount any person's like feelings about that but like I think (laughs) a lot of like high school love is very much like I don't know what's happening with my body. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Where am I going to put all these feelings like Mm -hmm. on this guy? (laughs) Exactly. And I think it helps that he's like, like, I think even though she wants to be cool, she is also like, she has very specific plans about life. And she's like, I'm going to date this alternative guy because Mm -hmm. like, and that'll make me cooler, blah, 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 whatever. So I think like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but hey, you know, Lucy, get it. <laughs> get at it. Get at um, it. Okay, that's a valid point. So Catherine, Sam's friend, who is very has very strict parents, tells Sam she wants to go to Chris's party. She wants to know what it's like to be in the in crowd. And she doesn't feel like she can go without Sam, which I think is probably fair. Because yes. Sam just got invited because she's cool now. And mm-hmm. Sam is like, no, we're not doing that. It's okay, dumb. can we agree that <laughs> Sam decidedly says no? Uh, yes, Sam I do. says she, she does not absolutely want to go. says no. I agree. Okay. 
and we will come back to that. Okay. Totally agree. We can agree on this. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but also um, in this section, we find out that Catherine has met a boy, and that is why it's also very important for her to go to this party because she's met this boy, and she's like, he's only seen me in this environment where I'm skipping Sunday school, and I want him to think I'm cool, like outside mm-hmm. of Bel- Beltway Billiards. Is that what? The, yeah, she like, skips her Sunday is? school to meet up with this guy at like a pool hall. <laughs> I assume well, with a name like that. <laughs> it's like an arcade (laughs) whatever but but yes to your point she's skipping Sunday school with her like brothers and everyone else so it's not like it's like a (laughs) she's not like going and like doing shots during Sunday school she's hanging out at the (laughs) pool (laughs) (laughs) okay that makes more sense yeah you're right it's an arcade and I think it is described as such I just with, I don't know, the name Billiards throws me. No, it does. I mean, I'm sure there is a pool table there. Um, but I don't know what's <laughs> happening. My dogs have decided that, like, right now is a good time to, like, be riled up about nothing. Stop it! <laughs> they, um, they, they agree with us that, uh, they agree. That Sam said no. Sam decidedly says no, but Catherine is, like, pleading with her and is like, this boy, I want him to think I'm cool, and Sam fucking says, well, what about Heath? Meaning Heath Ledger. Oh my God. <laughs> Catherine's crush. And Catherine is like, I mean, come on. And yeah. then she says, Jack is like Sam's Heath, which is not super accurate, but like it's in the right direction. Like the chances of Sam getting with Jack are slim ish, but yeah. not as slim as Catherine's chances with Heath Ledger. Indeed. I wonder, this feels like like one of those things where like clearly both of them are supportive friends of each other I was thinking about this recently like the way that you and I speak to each other and like kind of always have has been like Mm -hmm. no you're fucking great it's amazing you're a rainbow unicorn mermaid (laughs) like yeah like even in high school we always were pretty supportive of each other like unless there was like something like I don't know I don't think any of us made any either of us made any crazy decisions but I think it really goes to show like their friendship that they are very supportive of each other the only difference is is that Sam believes the delusion of the Mm -hmm. support (laughs) whereas Catherine is a bit more like pragmatic about this that's a good way to put that I think is (laughs) yeah I hadn't thought of it that way but you're right they're both like supporting each other's like silly ideas Mm -hmm. um but I mean it's you're right Sam says no, despite Catherine's pleas. 100%. She says It's important no. for us Not to remember. Um, our listicle here between chapters is the top 10 signs that Jack loves me and not my sister Lucy. Um, it's a pretty harsh list. Mm-hmm. And I also love that she says, um, you know, Jack likes natural girls and I wear no makeup except mm-hmm. for concealer and mascara and lip gloss. And like, I can fully count the number of times I said something like that in high school <laughs> I was like I don't wear makeup except mascara or except you know blah 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 like shut up yeah do you remember I don't even remember how this was facilitated but sometime during junior or senior year there was like a no makeup week where it was like girls are gonna wear no makeup and all of us claimed to have worn no makeup except I'm pretty sure everyone still did <laughs> I didn't Oh, I think I still did. Maybe I didn't. But I'm pretty sure I at least wore my And you know what happened, though? It was a girl who is the younger sister of a girl you were really good friends with. So I ran into this girl, and she goes, you look really tired. <laughs> Ouch. And I was like, 
that's what happens. This is what our face, yep. my face looks like. That's why um, we use makeup. <laughs> yeah. Um, ouch. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've, I've also been told I have resting bitch face or like people walk up to me and be like, what's wrong? And I'm oh like, yeah. I'm just existing. That's what's yeah. wrong. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I Anywho, yeah. It was, yeah, I remember I don't that. want to derail, uh, but I did notice something that you and Jack have in common, which is that you both enjoy the book fight club. Yes. Did we ever talk about this earlier? Um, I don't remember if we said that Jack oh, yeah. liked. Maybe we did, but um, also, do you enjoy the art of motorcycle maintenance? I've, I've heard of, <laughs> I've heard of this book? book. It's a. I've I've heard of the book, um, and it's supposed to be like. It actually is supposed to be like a really good book. Um, I. It's one of those books that I I hesitate to believe that he has actually read it because it is like more intended for like. I mean, middle age, middle age, starting at 30 age people. Is it, is it not actually a manual about caring for your motorcycle? And yourself. (laughs) Oh, like the care and keeping of you. Do y'all remember that book? (laughs) Oh my gosh. This, this book was what shaped me into the woman I am. It was like this American girl book about like getting your period and wearing a bra. You didn't have this book. My dad bought it for me and I, and I threw it away. Oh God, I wish I hadn't thrown mine away. It had like diagrams of boobs. I think I like, because I don't know what, like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, sorry to derail again. No, 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 no. it's totally fine. But I do remember my dad buying it for me and me being like, I don't know what, like, or we could just have a conversation. Oh, I would have much rather read the book. And I did. (laughs) I loved that book. Um. I'll post a picture of it. I'm sure everyone listening also read it. It was formative. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, so art class. Sam goes to her first art class since the big assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tons of reporters outside. Obviously, they figured out where Sam and David are on Tuesdays at 3:30. Um, and so Sam walks in, and I'd like to read this little quote on page 225. She walks in, she sees David. I don't know why, but something about that smile made my heart do this weird skittering thing. But that, of course, was impossible. I mean, I don't even like David. I like Jack. Then for some reason, I remembered Rebecca and her stupid frisson thing. Was that it? I wondered. Was it frisson when you saw a guy smile and it made your heart act all weird? And I thought that was so cute because she obviously likes him and doesn't understand that, like, maybe you can like two people at once. Or maybe you should, I mean, also very Mia, I think. Um, Yeah. But anyway, I thought it was cute. And she starts chatting with David about the press outside and she says they're scary. And he's like, oh my gosh, you think the press is scary? Like you jumped on a guy with a gun. And Sam says, well, you would have done the same. And Jack's like, I wonder. And that kind of- Wait, who? Sorry, David. David. <laughs> Sorry, Jack's not there. Sorry, Sam that. says you've done the same. David says, "I wonder." Jack is not there. <laughs> Sorry, I knew. What no, you, I'm glad I totally you said that. Meant, but then I like saw the word Jack, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Nope, I'm an idiot. Um, but I think it it calls back to what we were talking about last time about how Sam thinks that anyone would have done that, and even his own yeah. son is admittedly like, like, "I don't know if I would maybe. have." <laughs> 
you can't know so. what you do in that situation until no, you're in it you definitely don't I mean and that's there's I wouldn't even hold that against someone for even thinking that they probably wouldn't mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like that's fair <laughs> absolutely Sam tells David <laughs> that Susan Boone is an oppressive artistic dictator and she mentions like what Jack said about Picasso. Like, mm-hmm. what if Picasso only drew what he drew what he saw? And David is like, okay, well, Picasso studied art for years before he turned to the abstract. Um, and he said, you have to master the rules before you can break them. Yes. And Sam is like, huh. And then Susan puts out an egg for them to draw. And Sam's like, um, what the fuck, SB? I don't have a white pencil she, she like, <laughs> I sighed and raised my hand I mean I get she's like well what was I supposed to do like I can just imagine her being like very disdainful and yeah and she's like Susan there's no white pencil here and Susan's like well I don't see any white <laughs> and then she's like I see like the pink light coming in from the sun setting and blah, blah, blah. And then Sam, it clicks. And she's like, oh my God, I see it. And then she just draws like a maniac for two hours in the zone. She has, she's gotten it, right? And she doesn't come out of her trance until the the crow, Joe, Joe. attacks her again. Um, but Susan looks at her drawing and says, I knew you'd get it. Or something like that. Yeah, it's really cute. It's a nice moment. She's like, like she, yeah, she. It's mm-hmm. it's a good moment between them. And Sam is like receptive of yes. the compliment rather than like being like, well, I knew. I mean, I'm amazing. Yes, <laughs> but Sam is like finally in a. I wouldn't say a humble place, but she's in a good place with mm-hmm. with Susan and with her art, yeah. which is great. Um, And then we have another listicle, top 10 duties of the U.S. teen ambassador uh, to the U.N. as perceived by me, Samantha Madison. And like we said, it's a lot of busy work, a lot of helping out the like press secretary or something. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's like she has to do like uh, uh, it sounds like it's a lot of oh, they made her make photocopies, which I'm I'm certain mm -hmm. that they were just like, oh, my God, just go, please go make you know what you can do. You know what you can do? Go make photocopies. You know, it would be so helpful. (laughs) Uh, Pictures of herself. mm -hmm. She has fan mail. And she I I mean, well, I mean, I get it, but I want to read the pervy ones. I want to read the oh, pervy for sure. fan mail. Like, obviously. I they restrict her from the pervy yeah. fan mail. They they don't let her see that. Which, like, obviously, like, they have to investigate any, like, grown adult person who says that they want to fuck a 15-year-old. Um, yes. Obviously, so she shouldn't be reading those ones, but I'm sure there's ones that are, like, more mild, and I would love a snippet, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's a video going around about how Machine Gun Kelly talked about how he wanted to have sex with Kendall Jenner when she was like 16 and he like made no apologies for it and it, it's really gross, gross. Um, yeah that's he was like who cares if she's Eminem. 16 Ew. That's how what about Eminem M- that's how his beef with Eminem started because he like there was a picture yes. of his daughter Haley that came out like when she was like 17 or something and he I mean, the tweet was like relatively mild, but I can fully understand. I fully support Eminem being like, 
get the fuck out of here you gross mm. old man like yeah no, and also like, like 25 now so like he definitely was in his 20s saying that a 17 year old was hot yeah yucky and also like if you're machine gun kelly you're like kind of up and coming the fact that you would have the balls to like rile eminem up at all is like yeah. kind of crazy anyway yeah. um we do not support pervs here. No. We, this is not a pro-pervert podcast. This is it's an anti-pervert <laughs> podcast. Um, so we get to school the next day. We're here. We, we're circling back now to the fact that Sam said no to going to the party because mm-hmm. Catherine is all excited to tell Sam that she asked out Paul and he said yes. And Sam is jealous and literally thinks that was braver than stopping an assassination. I Catherine. love this. No, because what she says is, Catherine had risked so much more than me her pride which like, <laughs> She's like I, if I had lost like I'd just be dead and it wouldn't matter <laughs> right like and I know like obviously like this is a 15 year old where like mm-hmm. she's being very like silly but it is such like a thought of like that you have where you're like I couldn't possibly ask someone out like what if they say no like that's the worst thing you could think of in your life of is just someone like is being embarrassed it's very teenager Mm -hmm. I mean I agree like asking someone out as a teenager even now well I haven't done it in 10 years but (laughs) (laughs) sure it's hard (laughs) like I have to imagine if I were dating right now it would be very hard to like get the courage to yeah like hey do you want to get together how do you feel about it myself yeah like do you, oh, does sorry, it make I didn't you know if you were talking to the audience no sorry I'm, I'm talking to you Francis. I mean I think we've talked about this before I have a, a I, I don't I mean I don't care that much but also like I'm I'm more just like I, I don't know I, you're I don't a confident really, gal I'm a pretty confident person <laughs> like I always have been so like <laughs> the worst like I've always had like the mentality of like the worst they can say is no <laughs> like, yeah and that's good and it should it should be like that we shouldn't be afraid I mean it's also like asking a friend like a new friend to hang out is kind of nerve-wracking mm-hmm. too yeah um I mean it's not the same but it's it's still like, is this okay? Like, I'd be more nervous about trying to make friends. Like you've said this before. I'm way more nervous about trying to make friends than I am about like making a romantic (laughs) connection. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as an adult, like moving to a new city, like trying to like, like catch the vibe of like, Hey, so like, it seems like we've been like chatting really well this evening. Um, Would you like Like, to? Should we hang out? Yeah. (laughs) It's so, it's awful. It's so hard. I hate it. That's why we're still friends. <laughs> we have no other friends. Right. It's just like, us. Certainly not we're going locked outside in. of my circle. <laughs> yeah. I'm all of my friends are not new. <laughs> They're all from like high school or people I met through them. Um anyway, whatever. You do you friends. friends You're all our friends, right? Y'all are all our friends, yeah. Um, so Sam is like, what did you ask Paul to do when she's talking with Catherine and Catherine's like uh go to Chris's party duh and Sam is like why the fuck did you do that which is fair Sam 100% was like nope nope not going 
Yeah. And she says that she says, I literally told you I'd rather have Mr. Uptown girl break both of my arms and Mm -hmm. then go to this party. And Catherine, like, I don't think is, I hear what she's saying. I hear what she's saying. And I think like you and I didn't have this, or I I don't think we, we had this problem in high school, but basically Catherine goes on this like really heartfelt tangent about how she's like, do you not understand that this could change everything for us? Like we could find out what it's like to be part of like the it crowd or at the very least not be made fun of every day. Like we could like be in a position where like we know what it's like to just be normal in high school, which like what is normal ever. So like it is a very like high school mentality and it, it is one of those things where like, I think I, I struggle with this as well. And like, I always just assume, like, I don't, I've been blessed to, from a very young age, not really care what people think about myself. And I have the problem of, like, sometimes being insensitive to people who do care what people think about them. And that's not a problem. Like, caring what people think about you, honestly, probably is a better, like, mindset to have. (laughs) Well, there's a, there's a balance. There's a balance, absolutely. But Sam, I think, is kind of like for the first time coming to this realization that like, oh, wow, Catherine and I weren't on the same page. Like I thought Mm -hmm. we were the two musketeers, both of us not giving a shit what the cool kids quotes Mm -hmm. think about us. And now she's like, it's this big change where she's like, oh, like there's a problem that's been happening that I didn't even, like I didn't even recognize. I thought we were just having fun. So right. it's, it's an yeah. interesting conversation. Yeah, Catherine clearly wants to be cool, wants to be part of the in crowd, mm-hmm. and Sam doesn't care. Um, and it, it might have something to do, too, with their lifestyles. I mean, Catherine is very sheltered mm-hmm. with her parents and everything. And I, yeah, I agree. I think I probably was a little more anxious about what people thought about me than you were in school. But I don't remember ever wanting to be part of, like, the in crowd. But I also don't remember feeling yeah. overly insecure that people, like, were, ta- like, making fun of us. I feel like we were kind of, maybe that's me being an idiot. But, like, I feel like we were just kind of below the radar like people, people def- just- I mean people definitely weren't making fun of me because I would like f- I full-on made people cry um yeah Francis was harsh definitely <laughs> remember I mean it was all reactionary yes that's true <laughs> I don't remember anyone I do remember a rumor got started about you because there was someone else named Jordan oh yeah and it was actually about her <laughs> it was about her but I then like people yes. thought about you which was really like I silly. did address that yes but typically <laughs> typically I I don't think really people vested much yeah. interest in us and we didn't in them which is fine no. like yeah. anyway still yeah. don't <laughs> no don't <laughs> we're good so yeah Sam said no and Catherine is very upset and she panics because I guess she thought that Sam didn't really mean no clearly Mm -hmm. and so then I I do feel like Sam is kind of harsh with her words with Catherine but also I can understand her frustration because she's like I told you no 50 times yeah finally she just agrees to go because it is so important to Catherine and I think that was nice of her to do Mm -hmm. um so it's art class again and I am obsessed with what happens at art class. Um, David, she gets to class and on her seat is a little army helmet with little white out daisies painted all over it, which is just like what she'd had on her combat boots. 
So David has made this for her to protect her from Joe the Crow. And I think it is like the nicest, most thoughtful thing. It's incredible. It is. And the fact that he added the daisies to it is really personal Mm -hmm. and really sweet. Yeah. It's amazing. I think like this sticks out to me as maybe like, I mean, it's like kind of one of the number one gifts I think I've ever read about. Like in the very sweet. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like other like books and situations. Like I think this kind of tops the snowflake necklace. Yeah. It, in a different way not because like obviously the snowflake necklace is like very important like for the memory of like where they met but like mm -hmm. this is so heartfelt and like amazing really cute (laughs) and they're not even like together or talking or anything like it's it's a real um not display what's the word it's a gesture it's a great gesture it's a big gesture and Sam is very touched and she is starting to feel the free song, mm-hmm. especially when the helmet, she puts it on and it, it works. Joe tries to fly over to her head and he just sits on top of the helmet. Like what the F? <laughs> um, and so towards the end of class, Sam asks David to Chris's party and he says, yes. Ah! Sure. Why not? <laughs> so cute. I, I love amazing. it. Yeah. We, My I heart's love a it. flutter. Um, and so then she makes a list of the top 10 reasons I might have asked David to Chris Parks's party on Saturday night. And she's still in this weird place of like, yeah, I can't like David. Like I like Jack. And that's why I asked David because it'll make Jack jealous, which ugh, is jerky. Like, come on. Yeah. It's not ideal. I mean, I like, cause it's a top 10 list. Like we do have all the thing, like she says, complete and utter lunacy, but she also says in solidarity with Catherine, his eyes, the daisy helmet. He's been really nice. Everyone thinks we're dating anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then like the number one reason is because, oh, it'll make Jack jealous. Yeah. Not ideal. Come on, girl. Not ideal. Um, But Sam tells everybody that she's asked David to the party. The responses are like all very excited, but varied, except for Teresa, who has the most grammar response of grammar responses. Yeah. Don't chase boys. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Which is amazing. She's like, I better not catch you calling him. You need to wait for him to call you. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, <laughs> Teresa, roll it back. And she talks about her like cousin Rosa, who I look at what happened to my cousin. <laughs> I guess so. Rosa's a slut. Which like watch Rosa just Go like Rosa. Like have be having a normal life. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I love that everyone overall, except for Teresa, is very supportive. Sam's parents are thrilled, which Mm -hmm. pisses Sam off. Sam's parents hate Jack. And it's insinuated in the description of why they hate Jack that Jack has tattoos. And I was curious what you think they might be. Wait, what? Oh, shoot. What page is it? Well, I'm, I'm drawing from the subtext that he might have tattoos. Uh, My parents... Uh, okay not only does David not have any tattoos or drive a Harley he so she's talking about I, I don't know it seems oh, like a comparison Jack has to Jack. a Harley right I, and she so, had just said that the, they hate Jack so apparently and they're thrilled about David also. that okay. is my my that's what I draw from that okay I can name it like three tattoos that I'm positive he has Okay. Number one, he definitely has a skull and crossbones of some sort. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking timeline wise, mm, probably some barbed wire. Yeah. I instead of the that. tribal, because the tribal tats were like the frat guys and he's like anti-establishment. Right. So he probably had the barbed wire. And then third would probably be like, I mean, probably like a heart with an arrow through it. Yeah. Maybe in a disaffected youth. I know, right? Like in a different, right? Yeah. But and they're like, all like really shitty tattoos. Yeah. Because he would have something to like fake being 18. Yeah. I'm sure they're bad. Yeah. Um, and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> David is 17, mm-hmm. which is mentioned. Um, but the Secret Service will be driving them to their date because apparently 17 is not old enough for a license in DC. Is this I true? didn't realize that. Anyone live in DC? Know. Can you confirm this? I, you know, I feel like <laughs> recalling back to my high school senior project where I talked yeah. about how 16 <laughs> was too young for people to drive cars. Um, I feel like I do remember that it was older. It was 18 in DC. That's crazy. I'm Googling it. I meant to do that before this because I was intrigued by it. Because um, that's so like, I feel like that's so dangerous. I mean, like obviously 16 is really young. This says but, you have to be 16, so maybe it changed. Well, they have, in recent years, they've changed laws, like, back and forth. Mm. Like, in South Carolina now, you have to be, like, I think 16 to get your permit. Oh, really? Where I remember back like, in the day when some kids were, like, 14 getting permits. Right? Like, because it depended, like, if your birthday fell, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was 15 and a half yeah, driving without, or no, 15 with my permit. Cause like there were like these stipulations where like, because I played sports, like I would, <laughs> my parents, basically all I had to do is get a, a, a note from my coach that yeah. said that I had to be allowed to drive after dark yeah, or something, which is wacky. insane. <laughs> yeah. It's a little scary. I don't want to be on the road with children, No, um, but anywho, so David comes to pick up Sam in his secret service vehicle and i thought this was funny sam's uh lucy comes down the stairs and sam says she thinks she's susan lucci which was like such a dated reference wait like, do people well, even susan know lucci she's an actress from like the 90s i'm pretty sure okay i meant to maybe look she's a model yeah no she's an actress she was on um a soap oh you'd oh recognize God. her which I, I mean, that's maybe one of the most like niche dated references. Yet. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but anyway, Lucy is very peppy and is like, hi, David, you're going to get along so well with Jack. We'll be at the party. Um, Cause they're all allowed to go to the party now that David and his secret service. Right. Cause there's going to be going. adults in attendance. Right. Of course. Um, but Rebecca eyeballs Sam and David together and says, ah, yes, definitely frisson. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. so funny and David's like what's that it. and Sam's like I don't know something crazy she heard at the school I guess yeah, and, and like, David's we like, go to the go same to her school, school. Yeah. <laughs> but they move on also Sam is wearing a full-length black skirt mm, like I love that she's expressing herself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I cannot picture a scenario in which that looks good <laughs> I, well, that was such like a look in the, I, okay. So I guess I'm wondering, like, do we, do we know what material it's made out of? Cause in my head, I'm kind of picturing I hope those. it's flowy, I guess. <laughs> well, I wonder, cause like there's two options that in my head, like one's more acceptable than the other one. <laughs> it's going to be like a hot topic, like 
like black denim yeah and like there's chains yeah which like okay don't love but it's also very of the time who am I to Mm -hmm. say the other one is like they're because now velvet's back in style but at the time this time too oh I had a black velvet full-length skirt that I like was for church or whatever um I could see that being cute I take it back well fingers crossed it was because the the black velvet one it wasn't that bad I mean yeah it wasn't that bad I wore uh platform flip-flops with it obviously nice (laughs) very 2001 yeah um Um, okay that's acceptable fingers fingers crossed it's something like that and not the jean to hot topic vibe yeah that's not great not great um so as they're leaving, some paparazzi are outside taking photos of them, and John, the Secret Service agent, smashes his camera, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool, pretty boss. Um, yeah. I think of him as David's it. Lars, mm-hmm. um, because I have to equivocate everything to Princess Diaries. I don't know if no, I used that word right. You know what no, I mean. No, I think you did. Um, so <laughs> before the date, Lucy gave Sam some advice about what to talk to David about. Mm-hmm. She's like, compliment his car, ask him about him, and then circle the conversation around to you and keep it there. <laughs> and so Sam, like, tries to compliment his car, and David's like, um, it's not mine. It's like, the secret service. This is the secret like, service car. <laughs> um, which, yeah, I mean, and Sam's like, oh, sorry, like, Lucy told me to say that. I um, kind of love that she's, like, says that I do too she's transparent (laughs) about it and it's clear that she's like trying trying yeah yeah she's trying um but then she stops trying when David suggests all these places he's made reservations and she just sits there in silence like a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) so weird it's so weird and like he suggests Luigi's which is where all the cool kids go right from Sam's school after she has sat in silence for his like four reservation mm-hmm. suggestions and she's like I don't like things that I, th- I can See, never find anything I like to eat at those places like really you can't yeah. just get a fucking like salad or something come on yeah this <laughs> is like this is where we're like circling back to like this is why picky eating is so unacceptable to me because like <laughs> I don't have time in my daily life to make reservations at four different places and fucking fingers crossed you like one of them like no yeah. And also she invited him. So like, mm-hmm. why didn't she have a plan? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess that's Well, I guess it makes sense fine. if they're going even Steven where like she invited him to the party, but then he was like, let's go get dinner first. You're right. So. And he did suggest that part. He suggested yeah. they go eat beforehand. But I mean, he obviously put in a lot of effort. I mean, mm-hmm. he at least had his secret service people make reservations at a couple different places. And then finally he's like, let's just go get burgers. And she's like, okay. Sounds great. Ugh, and they go sounds to great. somewhere in Foggy Bottom. Yeah, Foggy Bottom is a neighborhood in D.C. Jack's. Um, Jake's. They Jake's. go to Jake's for burgers. Um, and on the way there, they listen to No Doubt in the car. And Sam is very excited that he likes No Doubt. I wonder, um, I mean, like, I get, like, he probably does like No Doubt. But also, like, at this point, she's probably mentioned that she loves No Doubt. Mm-hmm. I feel like he probably. It was strategic. <laughs> I think it was strategic. Not that I'm not, I'm not discounting it whatsoever, but absolutely yeah. it was strategic. <laughs> and I mean, it's honestly maybe worth a little more if it was strategic, right? Because mm-hmm. it shows that he thought about it. And oh, yeah, he he's listening. Um, so the dinner goes really well. They're having like nice, easy conversation. And she's like, how can I feel free song for, for David when I'm in love with Jack? 
And then their knees touch a couple of times and she panics and she's like, let's go to the party. Right. (laughs) So, oh, Sam, bless your heart. So they go to the party and David's like being a really good sport about everyone like staring at him. And Chris Parks is totally brown nosing the shit out of him. And being super weird. Like, God, Chris Parks. He's being very weird. Like, I always wonder about, because I guess I have like met people like this in my life. I don't hang out with people like this who like, obviously brown nose people to like try to get ahead and like I guess the people I hang out with obviously aren't couldn't be brown nosed if that makes Mm -hmm. sense but I also have met quite a few bosses who like love they thrive off of people telling them how great they think they are yeah and like like that's it's common in art people too like you're sort of you're in like an artistic field oh yeah yeah I was gonna say yeah absolutely in this industry especially like the egos are fucking insane um so it is like that is they're the people who I've connected with the most have enjoyed that I just don't give a fuck about like I'm it's a job I'm there for a job and that's it like I love my job I think it's really cool but like at the end of the day like it's just a job and like I go home and I like do my have my own life and I'm not you don't just whatever it doesn't matter yeah but no I I agree it's so funny to me like I think David's being like very kind but he's not leaning into it yeah he's he's like he's being very gracious about the whole thing Mm -hmm. and he's probably glad to just be at a freaking party with other kids um but Sam offers to go get drinks and he's like, I'll go. And she's like, no, I'll go. I invited you. And she sees that Chris has a keg and she's like, ha, Chris is going to be so busted because of the secret surgeon agent, secret service agent. And I'm like, Sam, you really think the secret service agent gives a shit that there's a keg at this party? <laughs> they think about the care. things presidents have done in front of their secret service agents. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I just like, think it's funny. I mean, yeah. And also like... <sighs> I don't know if they would even stop. Do you think they would stop David from drinking? No, I don't think they care. Maybe if he was like really hammered and tried to like go outside in front of people. Yeah. I don't think they would. But they're, yeah, they're there to like make sure he's safe. They don't, it doesn't matter what he's doing. Like if yeah, not in if control he went to go reaction. like, yeah, like if he was trying to go buy drugs, they would probably be like, no, you can't do that. That's not safe. We'll but buy like, them for you. <laughs> we'll buy them for you. Yeah. Um, we have doctors for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if it like, I mean, he's just like at a party with a bunch of tweens or teens like they don't think they'd care at all I I agree I don't think they give a shit and um Sam runs into Lucy and Jack who are making out and Lucy's like oh I'm so excited you're here I'm gonna go get the girls which leaves Sam and Jack alone together for a minute Sam starts talking to him and he immediately interrupts her to ask about the art contest and um, she's so like I don't think he realized he interrupted me. Interrupted me. He yeah. absolutely did, ma'am. She was very Come forgiving on. of his poor behavior. Yeah. Um. And then David comes in, and her she gets excited and smiles. Mm-hmm. Um. But then Jack like picks an argument with him about yeah. Susan Boone <laughs> and the art, and how Susan Boone is like oppressive, and David kind of gives the same sound argument that he gave Sam and Jack is like a real asshole to him yeah Um, it's really weird and yeah it's just not it's not good vibes and like in Jack like 
or well, basically he's like, oh, your conformity class. And David's like, no, like blah, blah, blah. And in Sam also is like, no, like, listen to what I found out. Like David told me that Picasso actually like knew all the roles, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And he was like, what? So you're just falling for this now? You're going to listen to anything he says? Like all that. And you're just like, what is your problem? Mm-hmm. Like, please relax. And Jack is kind of drunk, we think. Um, yeah. And he's really zeroed in on Sam. Lucy comes back in. It's kind of like, what's going on? And they're still kind of arguing, but Jack is like paying attention to Sam. And mm-hmm. I think, I think Jack and Lucy probably both know that Sam likes Jack. Absolutely. And I think that Jack probably likes that and mm-hmm. is mad. Like Sam's theory that Jack would get jealous that she brought David worked, but not in the way she wanted it to. Like Jack yeah. just likes the attention from her. He's not going to just leave Lucy for her. Mm-hmm. And so I think he is jealous that she's not there just to see him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but Sam tells Jack, Sam tells David that Jack is actually like a good guy and David is like well do you like him and sam kind of gives a non-answer and then they basically are separated the rest of the party david like works the room chats with yeah. people and sam mopes in a corner because oh no the consequences of my actions <laughs> <laughs> um so they go when they go home david drops her off and he's like you know what sam you really had me fooled like i thought you were legit but i didn't realize you were acting the way you are and dressing the way you are just because you liked this guy and you were just using me how do you feel about this I think he's extrapolating a lot from what happened but he's only and I think he's partially wrong like I don't think she dresses and is like alt because of Jack but yeah did invite him to the party to make him jealous what do you think I I I hate I have to remember that like uh that David's just like he's a kid and he's hurt and he's upset and he's upset I like hate it though so much it makes me really mad I hate like because he's like I didn't think I it it uses the line that was used so much in the early 2000s where he's like I thought you were different than most girls (laughs) yeah that's true and like it's it, it was a it's a very of the time like sentiment Mm-hmm. um and I guess I get like, I get, what I get why he thinks it though mm-hmm. like it just makes me sad and like kind of mad because like him saying that makes me want to be like I thought you were different I yeah. thought you were different Fair. like and he doesn't really give her like he doesn't give her much of a chance to kind of explain like her feelings on it which isn't Mm -hmm. super fair like he just kind of is like you think someone else is attractive blah 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 and it's like I mean I think it's pretty clear that Sam has feelings for him and I think he knows that as well so it's just kind of one of those where like I don't know I think there could have been a situation of him kind of being like oh okay you're kind of hung up on someone but clearly like we have something good going and like he's met her he knows it takes her a minute to like kind of catch up to her own brain he should have just stuck with the whole I'm hurt that it seems like you used me to make this guy jealous which she did yes that was like part of her intent yeah and she denies it but it's true but he does kind of jab a little extra I guess you're right about the whole like oh I thought you were different yeah Um, 
So but again, he's a kid. So like, yes, it sucks, but it um, is what it is. Catherine tells Sam later that she didn't do anything wrong, but Sam feels like she did, which I mean, yeah. she kind of did. Um, and then it, Catherine says, I heard Jack tell Lucy that he thinks you could, David is pompous and you could do better. And Sam's like upset at hearing that because she doesn't think that, you know, David deserves to be spoken about in that way. Yeah. And she's like, that doesn't even make sense. Like David's the least pompous person I know. So like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Also, Catherine in this is very much a, I don't even know, like kind of a mirror to Sam because Catherine's mm-hmm. saying all the right things that Sam should Wants be to wanting hear. to hear right but when she's hearing them she's like I don't agree and I don't like what you're saying <laughs> yeah and Sam I think I think knows that she kind of fucked up and Catherine's like no you didn't <laughs> yeah you, it, you, it did exactly what you wanted it to <laughs> yeah this is great this is ideal yeah. great job and then we wrap up with our top 10 little yeah. known facts about Dolly Payne Todd Madison wife of the fourth president of the United States of America and you yeah. mentioned some of this last week. Yeah, they're all pretty, I mean, it's pretty interesting stuff. Um, I mean, there's like a lot of, well, we already, I think everyone knows this. There's like in the colonies and early uh, American history, there's a lot of Quaker action. Um, Quaker action. Yeah. Like the Grimke sisters converted to Quakerism, which is pretty interesting of them to do. But uh, yeah, I mean, like we talked about this. I don't know, though, but it is funny. The, the number one thing about Dolly Madison is she really wasn't very attractive. Yeah. Like, does that need to be the number one fun fact about her, Sam? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it even needs to be on the list. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, but, but this is a good lead into our history section, I think. It is. Um, and I thought it would be a good time to talk about uh, a sick ass party. That was thrown at the White House. And it also is arguably the reason why um, the White House kind of gained more security. So um, Andrew Jackson was the the president. So he was inaugurated on March 4th, 1829. the in an inaugural tradition begun by Thomas Jefferson, who actually is mentioned in the Dolly Madison things because she was the host for TJ because he was a widower. Um, and they basically they would host an open house at the White House. Um, so every like everyone, not just like like politicians or whoever they invited, like literally any person, like you or I could have gone and hung out at the White House and like rubbed elbows with the president and been like, hey dude, what's up? I voted for you, Um, (laughs) which would be wild. Um, But anyway, after swearing in ceremony and his address to Congress, the new president would return to the White House um, and greet politicians, celebrities, and civilians. The crowd uh, at, at this particular party or whatever, post-inaugural party, the crowd quickly swelled to over 20,000, turning the White House into a madhouse. People stood on furniture, rummaged through the rooms, broke dishes, uh, throwing food, and causing general mayhem. 20,000 people? 20,000 people. Good Lord. I know, right? Which I guess we can assume, like, at this point, like, there's been enough inaugurations, and, like, the, this is kind of post-war as well, like mm-hmm. 
that people were kind of like in the mood to party so <laughs> always <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah um but in order to get the party goers out of the house, the staff set up wash tubs full of juice and whiskey on the front lawn and like basically just like corralled people to get out. Um, okay, so it was absolute insanity, which like I think if I could go back in time to like just like there's not a lot of places I would really care about going to back in time. No just because it wouldn't be a great time for a woman um <laughs> like in True. general like I feel like people always are like if I can go back in any period in time like I'd go to the Globe Theater blah 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 like I no, it just seems like that would <laughs> melly and like I would have to wear a fucking corset and I don't want any part of that Me um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but I feel like I would definitely try to go back to to this party just to see like the general watch the spectacle I mean yeah it would be crazy but anyway so this tradition continued until Grover Cleveland opted instead to host a parade which we still Hmm. do today so that was in 1885 um and it was a lot safer and like at that point also there had been like a few well there had been one successful assassination right of a president but there had also been like more I guess that's about a hundred years since the country's creation so there was a bit more of time for people to kind of like settle in and be like you know what this country was started with violence maybe Mm -hmm. I could change it with violence so they had to kind of adapt (laughs) and make it a little safer for the president but I always really like that story because people like oh god I might be making this up but I did just read something recently about this um I believe it was Andrew Jackson is why the democratic like symbol is a donkey because they said he was like a dumbass I think or they called him an ass <laughs> so basically. it was petty they called him an ass but then it was adopted as like that's a, funny yeah which like, like obviously it. like back in the day like we I think we all know this by now but like what was called republicans shifted into what we call democrats now back right. in like the f- late 50s early 60s um mm-hmm. and then what were the federalists are now what we would call republicans and um, for anyone anyway. who doesn't know republican is like the more conservative like i guess more like old school party <sighs> yeah, i don't I mean, even know how to describe it and then democrat is more well into it's, caring about people and their needs yeah I mean in my opinion. <laughs> yeah like it's it's interesting like when we see like because I mean this it's so funny how this has been split down like kind of worldwide political party wise like mm-hmm. there are kind of always I mean a two-party system does and George not. Washington told us not to do it well he did tell Both. us not to do it but <laughs> also tell me like how else if, if this happens across the world, yeah, like people tend like to kind of fall into two groups, um, yeah. kind of naturally. So it is one of those things where like, yes, we can until we're blue in the face, say a two party system doesn't work, but at the same time, we're it happens very it. naturally. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of stuck with it. And it's yeah. kind of human intuition to be like, these are the kind of our ideas and like, whatever, mm-hmm. like if anything, like biggest, <laughs> the biggest fucking red flag of our entire 
like uh voting system is the electoral college and like don't even get me started on that but yeah. like the, if you yeah, don't know like what it is google it and you still won't really understand probably yeah and like and george <laughs> washington also said there shouldn't be one of those so yeah like, what else donald trump is a republican joe biden is a democrat yes just to give you some recent but, context yeah i yeah I could write an essay about how Donald Trump doesn't actually believe anything yeah. he says. Donald like, Trump's not actually a Republican, but he ran as a Republican. <laughs> he, he, he ran as a Republican because he said Republicans are stupid and would vote for him. And Literally said did. those words. <laughs> unquote. Like, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. The point of what we're here to talk about today. I like this historical event. I think it's nice that you included a topical party. It's very fun. As always, well-researched. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about our loser and our winner. I have two options for loser, yes. which are Jack and Sam. Jack because of his poor behavior and Sam because of her poor behavior. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I can feel that. Who do you have? Well, okay, so I actually had, because I forgot we weren't doing bully, um so oh, right. for, my, for this first book I actually have bully so I have Jack as the bully okay that here, makes sense and I had Sam as the loser that is the same which frame of thinking I was yeah in as well. exactly yeah so okay. I mean I think I'm glad we can agree on this um winner though we, we have a difference okay I had David or Chris I initially had David because I was proud of him for standing up for himself when he kind of called Sam out on what she did. Mm -hmm. After hearing your perspective on it, I do agree that maybe he took it a little far. Um, and so then my reasoning for Chris was she got the president's son to come to her party. Yeah, she got everything <laughs> she wanted. She Absolutely. Sounds you have? I picked Catherine. Oh, that's a good choice. I should have. Okay, she I agree with boy that. Out and he said yes, and I they totally kissed. Agree. I mean, you're right. You're just, totally right. Oh, gosh, I it's mean, Catherine. and it is funny that like we of these books, I feel like we don't get as much um, information. Like like Mia gives so much information about her friends, and she talks to them and about them a lot. Like not in a bad way. She just talks. You're yeah and I feel like we don't get a lot of Catherine in these so it was kind of one of those where I was like we get a lot of Catherine in this section and it's it's kind of nice getting to know her and to kind of see her succeed because we don't I mean we don't see her much at all we don't see her not succeed we just see her like not very much at all you're right it's and it, I mean maybe it's also a function of there being 11 full-length Princess Diaries books and only two of these but very true it we don't we don't get a whole lot of Catherine and Mia's books are a lot about her friendships so you're right that is a, a big difference but I totally agree Catherine is the winner it didn't even occur to me but I absolutely agree <laughs> for sure awesome sweet great. we did it <laughs> we did it I'm glad we can agree on something finally um oh, finally does anyone need to tell any tell us anything I guess like oh my gosh actually can anyone tell us about like what it did you ever go to any epic parties in high school that you like still yeah. think about um it, or like did we you did have, it no <laughs> we actually to, that's not true I okay. went to exactly after, one after I graduated high school a friend of mine who shall remain nameless her parents moved to Europe and she lived in their empty house which was a couple doors down from my house and she <laughs> oh. threw an amazing party that was really fun 
and that's hilarious that's really funny we went to exactly one party in high school as our senior year and all the thing I remember most about it was because it was way the fuck out in the country um yeah we went to school in a rural area and kids who went there also lived in like the rural area so like everybody lived on a farm the thing we didn't we lived far away from the yeah we lived in the summer like the town yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but I remember and this is not going to be funny to anyone else it's just an inside joke between Jordan and I but we like I can't remember if we were going to the party or coming from the party but basically (laughs) driving in the dark on the sketchy roads Jordan was like, I don't know, where are we? And I, I said, where are we? Like, how far down the road are we? Are, are we? And Jordan goes, I don't think we are where I think I am. <laughs> it made no sense. I had had zero alcohol. No. And I just, it just came out wrong. <laughs> and we it's, still say it. Yeah. I don't think we are where we think I am. <laughs> um, good times. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about your ragers. Please. Um, tell us if of- you read The Care and Keeping of You, the American Girl book. I'm <laughs> yes. certain. Everyone did. Everyone did. Absolutely. Did. Yeah. You still have it? If so, send us that picture of the diagram Please. of the like breast development. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's anything else. Uh, tell, tell us about your thoughts and feelings. Tell us about the first time you got asked out or about the first time you asked someone out. Yeah. Um, that'll be cute. Uh, there's a lot of places you can tell us about this. You can find us on Facebook at the Podcast Diaries, on Instagram at the Podcast Diary One, on Twitter at the Podcast Diary, which I actually need to be better about checking the Twitter because I, <laughs> I haven't looked at it in many a moon. The uh, I look at it every day. Yeah, well, you're like actually a professional, <laughs> like good at things person. Um, Thanks. You can send That's us nice. an entire email at thepodcastdiary at gmail.com and you can find all this info on our website at thepodcastdiaries.com. Woohoo, head us up. And so next episode, we will be finishing the book, chapters 20 through the end. Woo. Um, so we're super stoked about Thank you, as always, for joining us. We love that you're here. We love you. And we can't, and we can't wait, wait to, to see you in two you. weeks. Yes. <laughs> or here, talk to you in two weeks, not see you, probably. Uh, but <laughs> until then, an all-American goodbye to you. And to you. Bye. Bye.